This is Bicycle Mores Cross Radio and you're listening to episode number 5. My name's Rick James. This week we're going to go to New York State in the United States of America. No, we're not talking to anybody American, we're talking to a British guy, Nathan Routledge. Nate went out to the States for a three month tour to do some riding, some drinking, some partying and basically just to have a good time. We needed to catch up, find out what the score was, this is what he had to say. Righty, Bicycle Mods Cross Radio, episode number five, I think we're on now, and we have with us an Englishman in New York, or at least that's what I think Sting called him, Mr. Nathan Routledge. Nate, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm very well. Nice to speak to you over there in the old United States. Um, Give us a little bit of background on your trip to New York and various other places and how it all came about and and what you're doing at the moment. Uh, Well, basically... I flew out to New York, stayed in Brooklyn for a week with Jimmy Mack, who is the owner of Bulldog Bikes. Um, so I sort of have been involved with for about five years now. I uh, rode for them a few years ago. Uh, so I came out, stayed with Jimmy, um, before coming out to Cambridge, which is on the outskirts of New York. It's kind of like the country. It's all a uh, redneck round here. People have got teeth missing and six toes and all that kind of stuff. Fantastic. Um, then with Mike for the summer, uh, touring to all the races. He's got a track here in his back garden, so we're kind of building that pretty big and doing a lot of riding. Uh, checking the girls out, lots of parties. Just uh, having a good time trying to get away from the rainy National Series in England. For the yeah. Well, to be fair, Nathan, you haven't missed very much. I uh, took the liberty of checking your MySpace profile before they did this, and uh, there seems to be a lot of photos of girls. There's a lot of photos of you drinking, and the odd one or two of you riding. <laughs> that that seems yeah. to have been about it. You seem to be having a good time. Yeah, it's good. I think it was about... I think I was here for around about a month and a half before I sent a photo home to my dad of me on a bike. I'm sure he was very was proud of you for that. Yeah, I hope so. I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, are you, are, you, are you missing your dad? I've got to ask you that question. Are you missing your dad? Uh, yeah, because I've not really ever been to been to a big race or anything like that without him. Right. He's always there. He's always giving me tips and pointers. And um, I had a few problems setting my bike up when I first got here, so I kind of needed him here for that. Um <laughs> I guess kind of, it's, it's cool though, because there's a few of us here and we all, I'm here with the team, so the team kind of keep you, like, keep you all safe and make sure you're all fired up, ready to go. Um, I think the one time I wanted him the most was when, when I made my first main at Pottstown. Right. And, uh, you know, he'd been, he'd been pretty chuffed with that, so that was kind of, that day I was like, oh, I'm all my dad here. 
Right. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit more about Pottstown because it seemed like you had a really good weekend there and I spoke to Hoppy and he said you were riding absolutely fantastically. Give us a bit of a lowdown on that track and that weekend and how it all went. It was actually a really small, narrow, tight track. Um, It was real, it was packed down real hard. The whole thing was real fast. Um, Everything flowed really well. Um, Hang on, two... There you go. That was, that was a that was a track that, that was a track they're going past. Oh right, okay. I wonder what he was. I thought you'd gone to McDonald's or something. <laughs> kind of went a bit noisy then. Um, yeah, it was a small tight track. Um, I kind of I prepared for it pretty well because I had a bad weekend in South Park, so I wanted to kind of prove myself. Um, we've been doing a lot of riding here, preparing for it. So when I went there, I was kind of ready um, to do to do business. Um, we left here at two o'clock in the morning to to get there. Uh, got there in time for my practice, which was, I believe, seven o'clock in the morning. My practice was. Um, got there and basically Mike was like, "Well, you better just jump everything first lap, because otherwise you're not going to get it done." So that was it. I was given given my instructions and I sent everything first lap. Felt comfortable. Um, was one of the only riders to double up the third straight fast and smooth, so I felt good. Um, had the biggest age group there. We were the only age of quarters. Um, so I guess I just felt confident, and the track was good. The track was real quick. Yeah. Absolutely rock solid. Right. Uh, lots I, of action going on in the corners. I had a little look at the track photographs on the internet and Hoppy was saying to me as well that the corners were really, really tight, like Burnham's second turn tight, and they did look that way. Was that the case? Yeah, definitely. The first corner was like Burnham's second corner. Yeah. Right. A little bit long. But it was kind of, you could you could only just fit four abreast around the corner and down yeah. the straight. Okay. Okay. Did Even you... on the straight. Was that an advantage... Three- Sorry, Nathan. Was that an advantage to you being on flats? Uh, yeah, I think I think so. Right, plenty of was, was plen- plenty of action in the turns. Then you sticking your elbows out and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. There was some one foot make dog corners going on and some elbows going in and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Oh, fantastic! I actually came away the second day with um, I bruised my ribs going for a move in one of the corners. Right. A big kid, he probably weighed about 200 pounds, just over, and I hit him pretty hard and nearly knocked myself off and had bruised ribs for a week. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Just yeah. you, You've got to keep it keep it real in there and, you know, stick your elbows in and real. stuff. What's the standard yeah. of the riding like out there compared to in the UK? How do you find the, the class that you were racing? Because wasn't it 17 to 24 you raced? 17 to 24 expert. Yeah. How do you find that compared the, to the UK? Oh, stupid. This so... There's so many good riders in there. Yeah. Um, and there's there's always quarters in every national, pretty much. Um, it's all the kids that are kind of waiting to take the next step up to junior elite. No, not junior. Um, Super X, which is single A. Right. These kids are, I guess, are kind of using this as their next level before they go pro. So um, these are like who, who was there was uh, Corey Watts. He races it. Um, Dustin Vogler, who's quite a big guy from Hyper, Matt Cowley, who just got number five at the Worlds. 
all those kind of guys. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, I think every national is a different guy wins and there's always action and it's the biggest age group. It's probably harder than, than the pro class, harder than single ad. Oh, right. Oh, that sounds really, really good. So it'll put you in good stead for when you come back to England and start riding, what, will you be 19 plus or junior men when you get back? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to turn the league next year. Wow. So that's straight yeah. from the horse's mouth then. Nate, Nate Dog Routledge going elite. Yep. Oh, cool. Well, you know Gamble picked up a win at Tredegar, so, you know, you could come in and shock a few people. Yeah, I hope so. Not yeah. Gamble for that. Just yeah. doing us proud, doing a flat pedal posse proud. Absolutely. Good lad. Can't fault him on that one. Definitely not. No. Oh, yeah. so tell, tell us a little bit about South Park then. What happened at South Park? South Park was... Uh, we got back from Cape May in South Jersey. We'd been partying all weekend. We got back here. We had like a week to, to ride and prepare and get our bikes ready before we left. Kind um, of got there. The track was real daunting. Um, it was kind of a real intimidating track. Everything's big. Everything's steep. Fast. Um, I just felt it. I don't know. I, I couldn't get my head into the track. I couldn't couldn't get my jumping head on. I was... I bottled out of a couple of jumps, which was slowing me down. Um, my first motor got taken out over the first jump. Right. Um, it kind of just set the trend for the rest of the day. I, I, I think it was mainly because I wasn't jumping. The second straight was real fast, and I wasn't sending the last set, which was kind of slowing me down and kind of held me back. So that was that. I got motored there and didn't bother racing on the second day. Right, because... Um... I mean, is it as, as steep as it looks? Because I've been told that the track's fast, but the speed you get going downhill makes the jumps not as big as they actually seem once you start to hit them. Is that the case? Yeah, yeah, apparently so it is. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, the pro double there that I'm sure everyone's seen on transit and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, things like, I think it's around about 30 foot. Um, but there's people jumping that, they weren't even pedaling to it because they were going so fast into it. Wow. They jump a step up and then they roll. And that shows how quick it is if you can you can roll up to a 30-foot set. And jump it. You're kind of travelling pretty far. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What's, yeah. been the, what's been the raddest thing you've seen while you've been there? What's been what? What's been the raddest thing you've seen while you've been there? On a bike, I might add. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Ah, it was, it's got to be Pottstown, the uh, the elite men open. Um, Upshaw was leading, Belizier was in second, and um, I think Upshaw must have had three or four bikes on him into the third straight, and Belizier pulled it all the way back and pulled the move of, move of the weekend into the last corner to take the win in the elite open. That was that was amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, I guess that and the the elite men mains at South Park. Right. Watching Bennett and all those kind of guys sending that pro double. Him and Besserine here side by side. That was pretty cool. 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 Yeah, so some, that's, that's, that's the highlights. Yeah. It kind of got quiet on the racing side. I came here on a quiet patch. Right. But the nationals were dying down. Um, there's a lot of regionals and stuff. They're still pretty big. Yeah. So um, It was quite a quiet patch on the nationals. Yeah, so what sort of numbers of, of riders and motors were you having at, like, the Nationals and stuff? Because when I went to 
uh, Orlando in 05, I think they had 160 motos at Orlando on the Saturday. What kind of things have they been having over there? Because I've been reading a lot about rider counts dropping and things like that. Has that been the case? Yeah. Um, Popstown, there was 140 motos. Right. 140, that's the most that I've seen since I've been here. Um, mm. I'm guessing the Grands, which is next weekend, is going to be a big one apparently because they're hyping that up real big. It's a big elite race. Um, so they, they're they kind of making that out to be a big one, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's nearly 200 motos there next weekend. Right, okay. Take it, you going. Yeah, yeah, we're leaving on uh, next Thursday. Right. 14-hour drive down to Kentucky. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not like uh, you're dri- it's not like you're driving to Burnham, is it? No, it's not like driving to Burnham. I think the furthest we drive, I've driven at home is like four hours, five hours up the couple. That's it. Yeah. That's the furthest I've driven. Right. I think I drive back to a regional over here. Yeah. Blimey. Yeah, it's a long way to come for a pie, Nathan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So um, what's the uh, what's the plan for the rest of your trip then? What kind of things are you going to be up to? The rest of the trip will just be riding here at the track, riding Mike's compound, um, getting ready for for the grands. Uh, we'll be racing that, and then I I'll actually fly home the weekend after the grands. So I've kind of, on Monday I have two weeks left. Right. So I'm kind of just trying to trying to make the most of it, have as much fun as I can over the next two weeks. Hopefully, do good at the grounds. I'd like to make the main there. Um, so I've had John, John Moore, who sorts my training out at home. He sent me a sprint program to to do before the grounds. So hopefully, I can go there, tear it up. Right. Um, hopefully, some more girls, some more partying <laughs> before I leave. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, judging, judging by the photographs on your MySpace profile, you've definitely indulged on that side of things. Yeah. So, yeah, you've not paid these girls to stand and pose with you for these photographs, have you, Nathan? <laughs> What's that? I said you've not paid these girls to stand there and pose with oh. you for these photos, have you? No, they pay me. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh dear. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, because you said like you know your your coach, your trainer has sent you some stuff across to do. Have you done like proper training? Because it's like all the photos that are on there of you having a good time, and you know you're on holiday. You're having a you know you're having a vacation. That's very American. Mm-hmm. You're having a vacation. You're having a good time. But have you done some proper training, or have you been slacking, or what have you been doing? I've done training, but not what I call proper training. Um, right. Michael, I'm staying with, he doesn't really train. Um, right. He's kind of one of those naturally gifted guys who rides and then he'll turn up and and he can make a main. Right. Um, so the, there's not really, there's not a gym around here. Well, there is a gym, but it's only just open just as I'm about to leave. Right. So I haven't been able to do any gym work. It's all been just bike work. So no, there hasn't been really any proper training. Oh, okay. Because I know you were pounding it in the gym in the off-season last season, weren't you? Did I read somewhere yep. you were in the gym on Boxing Day? Yep, that's when I hit my uh, <laughs> my maximum squat weight was last Boxing Day. I hit my I hit my new maximum weight, so yeah, I go there. I normally go there on Boxing Day. Right. Guess it's quiet yeah. then. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, all the girls <laughs> are in there in their Christmas underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that could be you be being in the wrong changing room, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the right thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose it is, yeah. But not if you want, <laughs> don't want to avoid getting arrested, obviously. 
<laughs> so um, you, you're going to come home. You're going to turn elite men. Um, have have yeah. you been keeping up with the results from you know the UK series while you've been out there? You've been keeping abreast of what's going on via BMX Talk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, go on BMX Talk every day. Keep an eye out on there. Um, been on the on the BCF website, checking up on the on the results. See how everyone's doing. Um, I've only really been watching 19 plus just to see what's been happening since I've been away. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, that's going. Uh, keep it. I've been keeping quite a, keeping a track on Sinead as well, checking out all her stuff she's been doing. Yeah. Well, with the Supercross stuff, so it's good. It's good to be uh, seeing that she's doing good, tearing yeah. it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so keep, I've been keeping an eye on some of it. I mean. It, it's not been really too exciting because everything's been rained off pretty much, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I picked a good year to have a year off, so uh, yeah, I've missed nothing yeah, but a lot of wet, rainy races. So I'm, I'm I'm not too disappointed actually on having a year off yeah, this year. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty pleased I chose the right year to do this. Yeah, absolutely. You and me both. Um, what's what's the what's the plan when you come back, Nathan? What are you going to do when you get home? Because obviously, obviously you've had three months off. Did you? I take it you packed your job in before you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I packed that one in. Um, so I come back. I've got no job. Uh, so I'm going to try and figure something out, get a job sorted. Um, football starts when I come back, so I'll be playing football for the winter um, and getting training ready to hopefully do fairly good next year. Right. Okay, have you still have, have you still got aspirations to join the fire service? Yeah, still trying to still trying to figure that out. I actually nearly um, well, I I kind of got a place over here as a firefighter. Um, in the town that I'm in at the moment, you can sign up to be a volunteer, and they kind of they rip your arm off to sign up. Right. Um, I got signed up for that, but they never they were meant to contact me for me to start my training. Um, I never heard anything. So. That kind of fell through. I haven't really got enough time to do it because it takes like 90 hours for your training. Yeah. Um, but that's something that I can remember. Um, I want to apply. I'm going to try and figure something out when I get home. See if there's any anything going on with that. Okay. So yeah, I'm still trying to. That's kind of my other goal. Try and try and obviously get the racing stuff going good, and then uh, the firefighting is one of my main goals at the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Excellent. Yeah. So I've, I've got to ask you another question as well. Have you still got that beard that you had in all in photographs? Because <laughs> you look like your dad, I'm telling you. You look like your dad in some of them photographs. I was actually, me and Mike were going to shave into, um, so we had moustaches. So I'd have looked, I'd have looked a spitting image of him. You would have absolutely maybe looked I, the spitting image of your dad. Yeah, maybe I'll do one and put a picture online, but... Yeah, I've still got a beard at the moment. <laughs> it's a little, I've, I've tamed it down a bit, like, because the first one got a little bit wild and it's kind of extra extra work, so I didn't want it anymore. Right. Oh. But yeah, I've still got one at the minute just because these, these girls that are around at the minute are a bit older, so that makes me look older. Yeah. And does it get you into bars being under 21 as well? What's that? I said, does having a beard get you into the bars seeing as though you're under 21? Oh, yeah, no, I got in there easy. <laughs> getting all the bars got in the nightclubs in New York I actually used my passport to get in the clubs they asked me for ID and I showed them my passport and made some story up about it and they let me in 
fantastic. That was, that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. But the bars are easy around here. Everybody knows everybody. There's only one bar in this town. Right. So, um, is, yeah, there a, kind of it, is there a fat bloke called Norm sat at the end of the bar? No, I don't think so. <laughs> there might be. I thought there was supposed to be one in every American town. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have to look at it. When I, when I go up there, I'll try to check it out next time I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. Either that or I've been watching Cheers too much. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, completely. Right, well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Nate. I'll, uh, I'll wrap this one up. Is there anything that you want to say before we knock it on the air? Is there anybody you want to thank? Anybody you want to sort of shout yeah, out to? Uh, I guess I should thank uh, Jimmy at Bulldog um, for giving me the opportunity to come out here. Mike Conklin and his family, his mum and dad, John and June, for letting a little scruffy Englishman come and stay with them for the summer. Um, and my mum and dad and everyone like that for helping me out with everything to get over here. My sponsors, Earlock Dicks, all them kind of guys. Yeah. Daily Record. Yeah, basically anyone that's helped me. And John Moore as well, actually, for my training. So, yeah, mm. that's it. Okay, so that was Nate Dog Routledge. We're looking forward to having Nate back in the UK fairly soon. That's it from Bicycle Mods Cross Radio this time. Check us out next time with another interview from the United States. I'm not going to say who, you're just going to have to wait and see. See you next time.